Hey everybody, welcome back to Kicking in the Second Half Kish YZ. This is going to be about game two for the Blazers Nuggets series. Um, you know, round one, 2021 playoffs. Uh, that was a kind of like an up and down game. Uh, looking at the score, yeah, the, the Nuggets definitely took care of business, but uh, it wasn't as easy as it looks in my opinion, but I think it was just more so that the Nuggets wanted it more and they really had to earn it. But, and, you know, most of that came in the first half. In the second half, they just kept that same consistency. So we'll, we'll get into that. But I'd like to start out and say, hey, shout out to um, anybody who likes the Warriors. Um, and, you know, if you're looking for a Steph Curry type of player, then look no further. And Damian Lillard, uh, man, Dame had a great, great first half. I can't say second half was great because he didn't do – Anything near as what he did in the first half, but um, yeah, shout out to the Portland Trailblazers fans, but Dame Lillard, it was Dame time early and maybe it was too early because I was expecting while I was watching this, that Dame time was going to start, you know, second quarter and continue through the rest of the game, but maybe he only lasts one quarter. Uh, I don't mean to criticize him so hard, but it, that's kind of how it looked for this game. It's like he caught fire. And then after that, it was, it was a struggle to stay consistent and, and the end result was just, you know, devastating to the Blazers because he was really the only one that really looked like he showed up to play. Like going from game one and the game two, like, you know, the mentality I'm sure was there as far as like, you know, we can, we can win this game as well. But the Denver Nuggets were, were prepared more than the Portland Trailblazers. And like I said, it felt like Dame was the only one that was ready to, to, to rock and roll with this game and, and pull off win. And, man, it was so exciting to see when, in that second quarter when he just started going off for, uh, for threes, he, he had six threes, uh, in that hat, in that quarter alone. Sorry. I think he had, uh, did I write it down? I think he had, he had 32 points by halftime, 32. He went eight for 11. He actually tied a record there with, uh, how many made threes in the playoff game in the first half with Vince Carter. So, I mean, from that point on, you're thinking eight, eight out of 11, that's, one, that's a hefty uh, field goal percentage or three-point percentage there, and he's already made eight. Like, he can at least make four or five more in the second half, and obviously that wasn't the case. He, just, he, didn't, he didn't get that far. You know, I was, uh, was wondering if he was going to get that record. I think uh, Clay Thompson currently holds that record at 12, I believe is what they said. So, um, yeah, didn't quite get there, and, yeah, it was just an un underwhelming first uh, – sorry, second half compared to that first half where even though they were down – double digits he just kind of you know reeled them back in by halftime you're looking at a 12 point deficit like it's nothing like okay what's the 12 point deficit like you kind of you kind of feel like you're watching like the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry like okay four point uh 12 point deficit is only three three pointers space uh four sorry four three pointers by Damian Lillard and you know he can get that done he, he can continue that momentum and come out hot in the first part of the second half and, and cut that lead down to six, you know, just two quick three-pointers. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. Like I said, uh, the Denver Nuggets were definitely prepared for this game. Uh, I think their coach, Michael Malone, was just ready to um, to stay, stay steady with what he had and, and kept these guys rolling. Like um, during the halftime, you know, the, the TNT halftime, they were talking about how different the starting five was compared to the starting five from last season. And, you know, you look at not only Jamal Murray missing, you know, Jeremy Grant was not there, Gary Harris, 
Uh, it's a different person. And they had Paul Millsop in the starting lineup. And now they got Aaron Gordon in his spot. And then they have MPJ, who was on the team last year, but now he's starting. Compazzo is the point guard. And uh, I forget who they had a shooting guard starting. It might have been Monte Morris. I feel like that's probably the, the starting shooting guard. So, you know, a different starting five that they have to roll with. But, you know, the main guy there being Jokic, who was in the starting five last year and then now this year for the playoffs. And he showed up, you know, he he, he took advantage of of the uh, Blazers. And, yeah, like I, like I said, like the, the second half, like he just ate them alive basically after cancer. Um, not cancer, sorry. Nurkic fouled out. He fouled out of the game um, probably around, I think, nine minutes or so left in the game. And that didn't help the Blazers at all. I mean, I need to see more from them. I need to see more from the bigs. Like, they definitely got to keep stepping up. And you, you got to watch the fouls and because they definitely need you for the rebounding. They're too small without you because Jokic is a one-man rebounding machine. It doesn't matter if there's two or three guys around him, especially if they're smaller than him. Like, you know, their backup plan for them is if Nurkic falls, uh, fouls out or gets in foul trouble and they need to send him out for a little bit, they got JaVale McGee, like another big rebounding guy. So you definitely have to watch your fouls and, and play smart. And if this is any indication of how the rest of the series is going to go, then we're going to see another one in the history books for the Portland Trailblazers where they look like a great team that should have made it further, but they didn't. Like, don't give the Nuggets any hope of momentum here. And I think that's what happened a little bit here. Now, granted, Portland Trailblazers did win game one, and the Nuggets didn't let that get them down. So going into game three, this is a, this is a home game for the Portland Trailblazers. So I'm expecting them to definitely show up. But the Denver Nuggets are going to show up. They're going to ride whatever momentum they just had left from this game. And shout out to MPJ, Michael Porter Jr., because he's step, definitely stepping up. He's always a guy who has a, like a scoring first mentality. So you don't have to worry about that there. But when he's connecting on his shots and, and doing it efficiently and he can provide whatever he can on defense, then, you know, then he's going to get the minutes. And as long as he's in the game, you know, that's that's another guy you got to watch out for when it comes to guarding. But Monte Morris is a guy who's not afraid to take a shot. Compazzo is a guy that is an experienced veteran. He's he's a rookie at 30 years old, but he also has played, you know, in the European leagues for a long time. And he's talented, played with the Olympic teams over there. And, um, you know, he's a guy that can make uh, make plays outside of Jokic on the court. So you put him and Jokic on the court at the same time, it's kind of like you you got to watch your other players because they're going to get those sneaky passes in and then you go getting uh, giving away easy layups, you know, for cutting Aaron Gordon who can just flush it down or, or you know, do a layup and rise over top of most of the defenders. If uh, Nurkic isn't in there or Cantor's not in there. I mean, Cantor's not really a great defensive type of guy. He's a great offensive rebounder, but it's just, um, I don't know. It brings it back to the narrative for the Portland Trailblazers that they're still one piece away. And, you know, maybe if, if they were to lose this round, obviously, you know, this is the first round. So if they were to lose in the first round, then there's something that needs to change this offseason. And right now, obviously, the Nuggets, you know, not just saying this because of the series, but, you know, because it's been like this for years now, but they made the right decision in, in trading away Nurkic and keeping uh, Jokic because they did have both bigs at one point. And, um, you know, they chose to, to keep Jokic, and that's obviously paying off for them. And, um, yeah, you, if you're watching the game, you hear intense, how intense the crowd is because 
you know, Nurkic has played there before. Carmelo Anthony has played there before. Another guy who didn't uh, have a big game this this go around like he did in, in game one. So, you know, the Denver Nugget fans, they are definitely, you know, they're definitely targeting the uh, Portland Trailblazers, not because they're just an opponent, but because they have players that uh, were on their team and no longer plays for them. So, you know, they kind of have a little bit of self-rivalry or self-pride going on there as well. So, um just keep an eye out for that. I also have a, I also have a shout out. I want to give out to uh, Austin Rivers. Like, where where is Austin Rivers coming from? All of a sudden, you know, this is a guy who wasn't in the league, um, you know, uh, not too long ago when he got waived. But then they picked him up, and the Denver Nuggets have added uh, some good talent and and veteran uh, presence to this team where they're just all the way around again. Yeah, it sucks that they don't have uh, Jamal Murray, but as far as what they do have to get through this first round, um, like I said, JaVale McGee is out there on the bench. If they need to deploy him, they can. They still have Paul Millsap. So you got some age veterans that kind of know what, what they need to do out there on the court. But uh, Austin Rivers, you know, you got to guard that guy at times because he just gets kind of streaky. And, you know, he was doing Austin Rivers things and it was working for him tonight. Um, you know, definitely down the stretch. You know, nothing too major, but just enough to um, – make an impact on the game. Just those little bit of things. Like to me, when I'm watching that, especially in the second half, I just felt like the Blazers lost fo focus in the game. During the game, you have like Damian Lillard at one point started trying to make plays, obviously like he does for other players. And they're just not ready. Like Simon's, the ball was passed to him on, on a three in the corner and it, it went through his fingers. Carmelo Anthony was dribbling baseline and he, he stepped out of bounds. I think CJ McCollum, Column turned the ball up. It's just things there that those little bit of things over and over and over are going to not help you obviously chip away at any lead and it's going to cost you more than what you can possibly gain on the next offensive possession because it's just demoralizing, it's deflating, and then you're inflating uh, the other team as far as what energy they already have. And it's just not good to see. And then at the end of the game in the fourth quarter, you're looking at the bench of Portland because their starters are on the bench outside of Damian Lillard. And, um, well, Damian Lillard was on the bench, but I don't think they showed him. They showed, like, Carmelo Anthony Cantor. And they had, like, this blank stare as if they lost the finals or lost the series. And I understand it's a tough pill to swallow because it's, like, a blowout game, and you're like, how did this happen? But I would think they'd be kind of more locked in and more of, like, a frustrated look as far as, like, you know, where's the intensity there for game three? Like, this series is not over, but you're looking at it like, I don't know if the crowd got in your head because it felt like the crowd beat them. And that's why they were sitting there like kind of like long faced and kind of dumbfounded and a little bit like what, what just happened? Like, yeah, it happened. So just get past it. Like, you know, this is, this is not as bad in my opinion as the Miami heat in that situation, what they just did uh, today in their game two against the bucks. But at the same, same point, you know, you got to prepare for game three. You're going home. Like don't soak too much in this moment because this moment's not going to last. It's not the end of the playoffs. You didn't lose the whole series. You're up a game. You still technically have somewhat of a momentum and, and a home court advantage because you won game one. So unless you feel like there's something that the Nuggets did that um, that they're going to keep sustaining or there's something you did in game one and you can no longer do that anymore, I don't understand some of that, that, um, that sad-looking emotion of uh, what just happened here. I can't believe – we're, we're done. Like, it just looks like they were done. Like they checked out and that mentality is not going to get you anywhere going forward. They need to lock back in. I don't know what it's going to take, but they need to lock in 
And that's what I'm going to pay attention to in game three. If I get to watch that, hopefully is the mental state of how prepared are they for the game and how much are they in actually in the game? Uh, shout out to Norman Powell. Cause I felt like he was trying to bring it in the fourth quarter. He was trying to mentally lock them in because this is a guy who is on the team who has won a championship uh, with the Toronto Raptors. So he knows what it takes to get out of it. And I think he's definitely going to have to step up and, you know, in the locker room and motive, re-motivate these guys and be like, look, this is why y'all never make it past whatever round y'all end up in. This is why your team looks like this, but you ultimately fail. You have to get past this and go to the next game. I feel like they're in it too much and it's going to cost them if they can't get out of the state because, um, yeah, the Nuggets are really ready. Jokic is ready. He's played all 72 regular season games this year and he hasn't, he hasn't lost a beat at all. And, you know, whatever you give him, he's taking it. He's taking it and he's just still looking like the MVP. And it's just, it's incredible to watch. So shout out to the Denver Nuggets fans out there because Jokic is, he's still on the tear. So he's not done yet. Jamalis uh, Nuggets or whatever you want to say about them, he's still carrying the load. So unless something happens to him, uh, you have nothing to really worry about as far as competing every night. Now, you know, it's still going to take that same consistency to win the series. So uh, I still think it's going to be a good series. So let's see if it can go to, I think I had predicted maybe six games. So if we can get a six game series, it, it'll still be, still be pretty good uh, overall. So if, if uh, Portland can come, they have to win at least one of these next two home games. Um, if they can bounce back for game three, then maybe we'll see a little bit of back and forth series as far as the who wins uh, which game. So we'll definitely keep an eye out. Um, I think just trying to look here over my notes, I think I got everything out there that I wanted to get out there uh, in terms of the main key things that I, that I saw in the game uh, as I was watching it. Um, I do think this was a, um, a lot more entertaining than the Miami Heat Bucks game, uh, especially, like I said, in, in the in the second uh, quarter there. And I was just hoping that at some point in the second half that Dame was going to catch fire again. But uh, like I said, the score kind of indicates what happened in the second half. So. Uh, once again, if you are new to the channel, check out our videos. And if you're revisiting, you know, keep it locked here. And if you haven't subscribed, please consider subscribing and give us a thumbs up if you like the video. If you want to listen to the audio only versions of our podcast, you can follow us on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breakers. And if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, you can look us up under KishYZ, K-I-S-H underscore Y-Z. Everybody, thanks for kicking in the second half. Peace and love.